Welcome to Not So Southern Gentlemen. Oh my god, I'm Ricky. I'm Sean. Good lord, what a awkward intro. I am awkward today. We, oh my gosh, this vacation, uh, this Nashville thing's got me all back to front. Did you have fun? I did. I did. I got some crazy, crazy local haul. But before we do all that, let's talk about some subjects that came up. We had a story, and it broke on the internet, and everybody like lost their shit. That uh, Disney was canceling, like uh, uh, specifically, the article I saw was pumping the brakes on the Star Wars spinoff movies. They're not happening. Woohoo! Yeah, well, that that's not how that went. There was a uh, there was a website that published that, and news media picked it up. So Disney came out and said on the twenty first, no, 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 that's that's not that's not accurate. We're still moving forward with. Main movies, spinoff movies. We got a bunch of stuff in the works. We haven't confirmed anything official yet, except for episode nine. Y'all need to chill. So everything is going to be okay. See, and I'm sad. I wanted it to be on hold. Well, you're a weirdo, so we can I want look it over that. All on stopped until it's all fixed. No more progression with the crappy movies. Let's let's do good I've, movies. Now listen to me. Every person I have talked to personally who has seen Solo enjoyed it. Said it was fun. The only place I've seen hate and disgust for Solo is online crowdsource zombies. That's all I've seen. Everybody who's watched it, and I'm going to watch it. The Melba's going to get it in two weeks. And I'm going to watch yeah. it, and I'm going to report on it. But until the end, okay. I am going to just smile and go, I'm fixing to watch a Star Wars movie, and I will let you know. I'm still bitter about freaking 8, alright? <laughs> well, yeah, I, I can't. No, I'm not. No, okay. <laughs> but still pretty awful. Now, you must be really excited for this next one. Oh, I'm, I'm excited. Um, I mean, we're getting a new MCU bad guy, and... I don't know if I call him bad guy, but we're getting a new Sony uh, Marvel Universe uh, character. And I love both of them. Both. Let's go MCU first, dude. Jake Gyllenhaal cast as Mysterio. Oh, I like it. I, th- I've, I think Mysterio has always been the, a classic. I- I'm not saying he's a great villain, but he's always had that classic look that comic book bad guy i'm fixing to get into some cheesy comic book just let myself go and love this um and i've, I've always really really liked mysterio i can't explain oh, same why here. i can't tell you the same character here. i can't tell you i can't even tell you his real name i just know he's a guy he's from hollywood he's theatrical he gives spider-man shit and i like him it's hilarious he's got a stunning usually... visual oh and, and... I just remember in some of the comics, the banter between the two is off the charts. I love it. I, I like Jake Gyllenhaal, too. Uh, very good actor. Uh, I, I enjoy most of his roles. You know, I, I'm a huge fan of Donnie Darko. Yeah, I loved him in Batman Begin, uh, Batman Return, or Bat- The Dark Knight. He was great. Wh- which Batman was that? <laughs> You know, the one where he was the love uh, interest of Batman. Oh, wait, that's... Yeah. Oh, that's his sister. No. Oh, 
Uh, but yeah, I, I'm excited for that casting. I think it'll be awesome, and I'm I'm hoping that that uh, that casting is the homecoming to bad guy. That would be really cool. And then we also got news just which recently. I am excited about because <laughs> I just recently got his first appearance. Yeah, Jared Leto cast as Morbius. Oh, Dr. Michael Morbius. I dude, so freaking awesome. Such an incredible character, so much backstory, you know. I, I never truly see Morbius as a bad guy. Uh he, he you know, he he skirts that line of anti-hero and I I love it. I absolutely think he's a great character. But a standalone movie? I mean, this is kind of like in the realm of Venom. Yeah. Is this going to work? I mean, it is I mean, Sony. Well, yeah, I mean, but we haven't seen if... See, now, I love... Here, don't get me wrong. I love Tom Hardy. He's a great actor. I'm still trepidatious about this movie. And but, then, I mean, they're following suit and doing the same thing. Oh, well, here's another one. We're doing this known Spider-Man villain, and we're getting a really great actor. Everybody be excited. I'm like, uh, I, I'm I don't know. I'm telling you. Okay. I don't know. Think about this. I think you have full-on right, as I do, to be nervous about Venom. But with Morbius, there, there's a whole backstory there. You can actually do a movie on his origin, you know, on, you know, him doing a, a he, he's a biochemist, you know. I mean, I'm saying there's there's more to him. Yeah, there's I, I stuff understand. There. You could tell a standalone story about Morbius, hands down, and not require Spider-Man. Right, I'm yeah. I'm still but... so nervous about why Venom doesn't have direct interaction with Spider-Man. Is just, I don't get it. That one, yes. Morbius, definitely enough meat on the bone for a story. Well, Morbius falls in that same realm as I've talked about Punisher with me. He's just been... He's a guy. I mean, I know he's Dr. Michael Morbius. I know he's not a real vampire. I know he had some experiment and he has these powers and gives Spider-Man well, he, crap. And that, that that's about it. Now, I'd love for it to be a great character. Don't get me wrong. Um, and and I, I love the fact that it's Jared Leto, you know? I mean, uh, how many people have been like, man, this DC thing just didn't work out for me. Marvel's like, come on in. The water's fine. Ben Affleck will be Nova next year or something. Oh, that would be so funny. Ah, uh, Richard Ryder, come on now. That would be hilarious. Um, I love it. Yeah, but another thing that has tried to be done, I got money, and another movie was filmed that should have been this movie. Um, Halo's coming to Showtime. What do you think about that? <sighs> when When I saw this, you know... I I loved playing Halo, and uh, I thought back. What th this reminds me of the exact same thing of another game I loved. I loved World of Warcraft. Oh god! And then we we waited, we waited, we waited, we waited, we waited. We finally got a movie, and extremely disappointed because not only did you wait too long, so that the hype was down, but you gave us you know a half half-assed movie. Is Showtime doing the same thing? Come on, Halo hasn't been supremely relevant since the Xbox 360. And that's been at least 
five years, six years, going on six years. It, if you don't have an active fan base, it's really tough for a show like this, unless it's incredible, to find a foothold and really take off. I, I just don't know. It, too little, too late. You're too late, Luther. You're too late. Since, of course, my big shame, and Sean knows this, I've, I've never played Halo. I mean, I've, I've picked up a controller and I've played Halo, but I've never played Halo. Never beat Halo. I took, never. I, I don't know. to beat Halo 3 in a single day. I don't know what Master Chief's actual personality or what he sounds like. I don't know any of that. So no, let me ask sure. this. Is the story of Master Chief uh, something you think a series can carry? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If it's told right, I, I would love to see it. Um, I, I would really love to see elaboration on the original just Halo 1 storyline. would be so much fun. The actual building of the Halo, uh, the purpose of it. You know, I, I, want, I want to see some in-depth stuff. If you're going to do it, go full bore. And don't just, don't just show us the the stuff i want to see all the intricacies of this halo world of the halo universe i i mean this is an opportunity but like i said did you wait too long that's the only thing that worries me is time uh, well that's kind of <coughs> well i understand what you i think that i think time doesn't really matter i mean look at Look at the movies we just talked about, like Morbius. How long has it been since Morbius had a movie? <laughs> Never. So, I mean, I don't think the time thing. Like, uh, if World of Warcraft would have been an amazing story and it was done by an amazing director, which, I, don't get me wrong, I mean, there's nothing wrong with, um, uh, what's his name? The guy who did Moon. He's David Bowie's son. Anyway... Uh, he, he's a fine director, um, but if the story was there and the direction was there, I think people would have fell back in love with Warcraft. It's not a big deal. If they do it right, of course, just like the series you talked about, Fahrenheit 451, if they do yeah. it good, it'll be fine and it'll reinvigorate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. So, moving on to a little more sci-fi related. Picard to come back in Star Trek? What do you think? When I read this, it made me think about last episode of the podcast where they had locked down this writer for so long. Do you think that has to tie in with this? Like, you know, okay, Picard, you know, we, we've, we've locked down this incredible writer for this show. Will you be a part of it? Like, maybe those go hand in hand. You know, a Picard return is there because, you know, Patrick Stewart wants to, if he's going to do something, he wants it to be well done. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It was just a thought when I read the, I seen the news line that he may come back. I was like, eh, maybe those things are tied together. Who knows? Um, if he, if he's attached, uh, I'm good. Like a, a great, like I said before, great writer, great story. Let's, let's do it. He was great. Um, I wanted to say... <sighs> the Spider-Girl thing. I think 
if you're going to strike while the iron's hot, I think you'd go uh, Spider-Gwen. Yeah. And yes. I, that, that, that's just my thing. I mean, I don't have a problem with who they're going with. Uh, what is her name? Um, uh, I yeah. should have put it in the article. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. anyway, they're, go- they're going with one of the other uh, Spider-Verse characters. I would think Spider-Gwen would be where you go. Because, I mean, that is a... That story means something to me. I'm not familiar with the other one, so um, it doesn't mean as much. But the dynamic of that of the panel where you know Spider-Man says, you know, I couldn't protect my Gwen Stacy, and she says, I couldn't protect my Peter Parker. I mean, just ah, oh, come on, that's that's great. Ah, oh, but anyway, it, it'll be fine. It's fine. I just I just think I would have voted for Gwen. Yeah, Spider Gwen. I mean, Spider Gwen is. And I'm sorry, bo- I I don't. I want to say Gwenpool every time I said that. So and that's not Ooh. right at all. But I would love a Gwenpool movie too. I would love a Gwenpool <laughs> movie. I I thought the Gwenpool series was some of the most fun I've had reading comics in in recent years. Like seriously, I loved the Gwenpool. It was awesome stuff. Pretty funny. Yes, it was great writing, great writing. And was you thinking of uh, Odette Annabelle as Spider Woman? Uh, I don't think her name is Spider Woman because Jessica Drew this, is still. Jessica Drew is Spider Woman. Yeah. Yes, that is correct. I'm saying the actress that would play Spider Woman. Her name is Odette Annabelle. Oh, you mean in uh, Far From Home, the title of the next Homecoming movie we got, a Spider-Man movie we got, the Tom Holland? I believe so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I noticed that Jessica Drew was in there. I, that I, that got me a little excited. I was like, ah! Do, are we getting a Spider-Woman? Because if we are, um, they talked about possibly Secret Invasion because we have scrolls. <laughs> I mean, we have scrolls. We, we can the, do the it. The possibilities are so endless. The it, it, it's awesome. I'm just so excited that this stuff keeps doing well. I, I tell you, one thing I don't know if we've truly discussed is, and we may have, is how excited are you for Into the Spider Verse? Um, I'm looking forward to it. I really like Miles Morales. I like that story. I liked the Spider-Verse comics. I didn't buy... Oh, no, I did buy one. Uh, and I didn't buy the one I should that had the Japanese Spider-Man with with the giant transforming spaceship. But... Uh, <laughs> which I've been looking for that. I'm an idiot. Um, but yeah, it, it did catch my attention. And I'm definitely going to watch this. I mean, it looks great. The The... Artistic choices in the movie look really, really cool. Oh yes, I love the animation, love it. And I'm when I was taken back, I noticed, you know, when I was watching the trailer, I noticed that it was slightly different, and I was like, eh. And by the end of the trailer, I was like, okay, I'm in. I can deal with this. I can handle this animation. But yeah, we we are just we could be on the verge of some really awesome Spider-Verse stuff, even in the MCU, with multiple uh, Spider-Verse characters appearing. That would be 
awesome. I would love it. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm good with it. I'm ready. Um, now, moving off of uh, our stories, I wanted to talk about this revolution of 90s stuff. Ugh, I don't know if I can deal with this. <laughs> I mean, we're redoing we're redoing a Spawn movie. We're the Max just got greenlit. The freaking Max. Sam Keith, come on now. That guy was crazy. I love the Max. Especially the MTV series and Spawn had the uh, HBO animation that was great. Um, hey, maybe my mail order Max half that is sitting in a safe deposit box will finally be worth something. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, Get- dude, I w- I'm I'm excited for this Spawn movie. It's uh, it it needs to be good, man. It needs to be good. I I just I I'm so nervous because honestly, it, it may not live up. It wasn't a great story. It wasn't the best animations, the CGI. But I love. I have a very big fondness for Spawn with Michael Jai White. I, I love that movie. I really do. Michael Jai White and Martin Sheen. Do not forget. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He was on that tiger's blood. <laughs> no, 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 no. Martin Sheen. Oh, yeah. Martin Sheen, not Charlie Sheen. Papa Sheen. Good. Never mind. Good. Yeah. Lord. Papa Sheen. But, oh, the 90s. I mean, Lee, Fel- Lee Feld's getting his bank. You know, he's getting his mother grabbing movie check. And yeah. uh, you know what else from the '90s? What do you? What else from the so, '90s do you think so, so is going to happen? So you're telling me everybody's getting paid? Yeah, uh, yeah. Do you think? Well, do you um, think we'll see a young blood? Do you think we'll see? No, no, no. You don't think we'll see a Wetworks movie or a? Uh, oh my God, no! Please, that would, I mean. I I would like it and I would smile, but the whole time I'm like, there's no way this is real. This would not. This shouldn't have been made. Bring back the Wildcats animation. Mm. No, you. Hey, it, you, once you finish uh, Max, you bring in Pit, and then you do Max versus Pit. Oh, good lord! There you go. Ah. Uh. So it it would be awesome, you know. Well, what uh, that that's my question. It, what, what what from the '90s would you pull? What was because you were the '90s comics oh, virtuoso? How about how about some uh, Shadowhawk? Shadowhawk. Yeah. You know, funny enough, uh, I I read I was reading an article the other day, and they mentioned that Nighthawk uh, is being shopped around. Uh, that was that his name, the Spider-Man, the Ron Lim character. Uh, he oh. traveled in time or something like that. What was his name? I know who you're talking about, but I don't know if it was Nighthawk. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about Darkhawk? No, not Darkhawk. I know who that is. Okay, I was like, I know Dark Darkhawk would be another fun one uh, from the '90s, but there's, the, you know, none of it was great. It, it was fun because that's what I was learning about comics on. That's what I was learning about all this amazing. It was, look, I, I'm a bright and shiny colors guy, you know, uh, 
you give me uh, I'm I'm the first one to go ooh piece of candy you know ooh it's something shiny and, and that's what drew me into Image Comics was that incredible art and that was the thing about the 90s comics they focused way more on art and had incredibly horrible storylines <laughs> thank you Image but it sure did look pretty didn't it uh. Listen. It sure did. Listen, X-Men looked pretty before the fall. I got to thinking about the 90s, and I got to thinking about Ninja Turtles. What do you think about uh, the Ninja Turtles getting rebooted again? Uh, As long as they have beaks this time, maybe, instead of noses. Or as long as they can't, like, pick up tractor trailers and throw them half a mile. Those movies are fun. Those movies are popcorn fun. They're fine. Nope. They're fine nope. for kids. No, nope. they're fine for watch... kids. I started to. It's watch for the, the kids, Sean. It's for the kids. Kids, listen, listen. I understand it's for the kids, but did you see that second one when the turtle van had nunchuck hands? <laughs> yeah, Do you understand I did. the sentence I just said. Yeah, I did. Like, Got it. That is ridiculous. That does not need to happen. That was unnecessary. And I'm excited for another reboot. I hope they do it right. Maybe turtles can actually be uh, somewhat turtle-sized uh, instead of being gargantuan giants from uh, the Paleozoic era or actual, whatever they are. Actual turtle size? Or are you talking... No, I'm talking about cartoon ratio you know height ratio let's make them about three quarters the size of a normal person probably about my size okay <laughs> I'll, beat you, I'll beat you to the short joke i'm just saying the ninja turtles do not need to be eight foot four 390 pounds and being able to bench press two 18 wheelers that is ridiculous i mean i do not approve of any of the bay turtle stuff that is just oh no Let's let's hope it gets rebooted the right way. Now, who's your favorite? Okay. Ninja, who's your favorite Ninja Turtle? Raphael. I mean, come on, come on. You knew it. You knew it was coming. It's Raph. Donatello, come on. What are you doing over there? Well, I mean, I could totally have guessed that. Look at your personality and look at mine. You're totally a Donatello. What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> it means you're the cool, calculated book nerd compared to me who is the hothead fly Fly off the the handle hothead yeah you know we could have two solutions you may think of uh you know oh how do we get across this river while you're over there building a bridge i'm just laying some dynamite and i'm filling the hole (laughs) oh gosh i'm going wrath 100 percent. what all right well let me ask you this so Thinking about ninjas, I, I, the, my, one of my favorite movies I've talked about before is Ninja Assassin, a love letter to 80s and nine, late early 90s ninja movies. Sean, what was your ninja martial arts movie when you were a kid? Okay, um, most of the ninja movies, like, I didn't rent any of the bad ones, you know? Like, like American Ninja? ninja? You didn't watch well, American Ninja? <laughs> Well, I, I, uh, you know, when, when you live in certain people's houses, you follow certain people's rules called your parents. 
And, uh, you know, I, I watched several of those, but most of my ninja stuff came from... Do you remember on USA, the cowboy that lived in the trailer park that did movies, and he always did ninja movies on late night? No, that sounds amazing, though. It was like Elvira, except it was on USA. No, I get you. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he always did ninja movies. I loved it. I loved the ones where, you know, they're sword fighting. You get, like, stabbed a dozen times and you're still fighting. Oh, I love that stuff. Unless you want serious film in which I would say uh, Fist of Legend. Fist of Legend. Gosh, there was that time uh, whenever uh, Jet Li had first hit the scene and we got all that stuff. Oh, that was really good. Oh, have Jack you seen him lately? No, I haven't seen anything from him lately. You need to look him up. He's having some uh, health issues and Jet Li looks really, really different. Like, very different. Oh, wow. No, I hadn't heard that. Like, uh, my most recent stuff I've been watching, or it was probably I fell away from, but like Ip Man with Donnie Yen. That first oh, movie yeah. is amazing. Yeah, oh, exactly. That is great. But talking about the 80s stuff, ah. Uh, no retreat, no surrender. Oh, my God. You know, uh, taste of it was the Chuck Norris movies. You know, you kind of got that. He had that Bruce Lee connection. Uh, but, you know, replaying those old Bruce Lee movies, I'm going to have to say probably... The Chinese Connection. Yeah, that's an incredible movie. Which Fist of you Legend know. is a remake of. Um, yeah. You know, Enter the Dragon wasn't something that that I ever watched until I was like in my 20s. And now, of course, I have it on Blu-ray and love it. <laughs> I think we watched that. Yeah. I think we watched that together. at uh, It was at your apartment across from the church. I'm yeah. pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's where we watched that. But now playing off that, in the 80s and 90s, uh, there were several ninja characters in cartoons and pop culture. Who was your favorite ninja? Uh, let's go with Snake Eyes. Can I go Snake Eyes? You can, because I was going with Storm Shadow, you sucker. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I loved Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow. Both of them were always such a unique dynamic to G.I. Joe. You know, everybody else is always running around. The explosions are going on. And then there's always the snap scene to where inside the building. To where, you know, the button is about to be pushed. And then Snake Eyes has got his way in. And bam, he runs into Storm Shadow. And all oh, the fights that would take place. I, I just love those two. Absolutely incredible stuff. Well... Since you brought it up, let me talk to you about my favorite G.I. Joe comic that I had when I was a kid. was G.I. Joe number 27, mm -hmm. and it was a fight between Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow, the entire comic. It's got part of uh, Snake Eyes' origin, part of Storm Shadow's origin, and uh, the fight ends in a draw. It's The cover's amazing. Love it. And that's, uh, I just was thinking about ninjas this week. And I was like, Sean. <laughs> ninjas on the brain, Ninjas man. on the brain. <clears throat> now, now, you did take vacation. 
and apparently you had to buy another trailer to bring back all your local haul because you can't so much, right? A little bit. Tell tell us about it. Well, first of all, I went to uh, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, right next to Nashville, and there were three comic book stores in Murfreesboro where I was at. So my my. My wife had a convention thing she was going to, so I was stuck all day trolling around the town. So I went and visited a couple, and stupid Facebook lost my freaking place because I the app closed. I went to uh, Outer Limits Borough and Grand Adventure Comics in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Now, Outer Limits was a really good comic book store. They had a lot of great stuff. They had slab stuff. They had great back issues. They had wall comics. They had toys, and they had, uh, um, like, bundle stuff. They were they were packing up eBay stuff they were selling off. I talked to the guy for, like, 20 minutes. It was a really good experience. And then I also went to Grand Adventures Comics, which is just, like, a mile from there. And this was the most impressive comic book store I've ever been in. Like, it was a brick building. Obviously, he didn't build the building. But, I mean, he had used, like, design with that in mind and had a great, great facade on the building with his logo. The inside was, like, 10, 12-foot walls, and they were lined with just great stuff. He was also a Warhammer shop. There was people playing Magic, Pokemon, uh, Warhammer, uh, painting, and uh, guys look at their comics. He had some great back issues. He had all kinds of trade paperbacks and was a really, really great guy. Like, I talked to him for like 15 minutes just about comics. He, he acted like he, I was his favorite person that walked in the door. Really a great salesman. And I recommend if you're in that area to swing by and, and check them out. But I got... A bunch of stuff. So, I'm a John Byrne guy, of course. I don't know if y'all know that. I don't, so, I don't know if I've oh. ever mentioned that before. If John Byrne, is a, he's a comic book artist. I don't know if you're aware. But uh, he did a run on Superman. He did uh, the Superman the Man of Steel, a limited issue series. And then he did like the first 22, 25 issues of Superman, uh, the relaunch in the 80s. And... Boom. I just, I got like two of the Man of Steel I needed. I already had like three or four of them. And then Superman issue one, like three bucks. Two, three, four, five, seven, nine. Uh, just, uh, just like, I got like ten or twelve of those. All John Byrne, all the time. Love it. I got a Captain America with by Mike Zek that I've been looking for that completes my set of a three-issue story arc. Champions, Deathlock number one. This is like a 20, 2017 issue that's just beautiful. I just had to have it. It was a dollar. Why not? Excalibur number one. Fantastic Four number 200. A bunch of John Byrne Fantastic Four. An annual. An Incredible Hulk I was looking for. John Byrne and Marvel Chillers. Uh, Tigra that I was looking for. John Byrne cover of... Okay, I'm going to stop talking about John Byrne. <laughs> <laughs> She-Hulk number one, great price on that. Spider-Woman, I went ahead and picked it up. It's Spider-Man number 20, first time she meets Spider-Man. Great, beautiful cover of her and Spider-Man. 
nice. I got some more supervillain team up for like cheap that you'd never see those cheap. Uh, I got a, a Transformers comic that I did not have that I've been looking for forever. Uh, local, actual local haul. I got some beautiful 70s comics. Uh, another Spider-Woman, actually. Spider-Woman number seven. Uh, Captain America and Falcon uh, from a local guy that I, I talked to and made a good connection with. He says he has like 15,000 comics. The guy, the guy, whenever he was younger and had plenty of money, would buy three and four issues of every comic on the stand. Oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> well, in, uh, I don't know if it was a great idea at the time, but it sure is a great idea now for doing then. Um, I did go by, um, and this relates to something else I'm going to talk to. I went by Collector's Paradise again. Mm-hmm. I got Avengers number 89. Uh, it's a cover with uh, uh, Captain Marvel being electrified. And this is... It's not a key issue or anything like that, but it is a beautiful, beautiful cover. I mean, this is something you frame and put on a wall kind of cover. And uh, I love it. Um, I replaced an Avengers that I needed. I got an Iron Man I needed. Uh, and, and, some, and some Transformers for a dollar. But one of the things that I haven't spoken to you about Uh-oh. was a little side project. And uh, I have Brad Russell to thank for this because he uh, he got me off my ass to do this. And uh, Sean, I, I know you may not be aware, but let me let me tell you, um, I I do a side project of Transformers cards. It's a thing on yes. Twitter. Oh yeah, yes. Well, uh, Mr. Brad got with me, and we hatched a plan, and uh, we met in Cabot. Okay. And he had a package for me. And him, and it was a package of printed cards that I designed. Really? Yes. Uh, and you these, have your own cards. I have my own Transformers Series One A uh, Milton Bradley cards that look absolutely amazing. That look like you bought them out of a package, and I am the happiest man <laughs> who likes Transformers you've ever seen. Those are going to be uh, available on uh, what website? <laughs> there are two sets in existence. I have one and Brad has one. That's awesome. So uh, we may have hatched a plan for, for some other stuff to happen as well. But, oh my god, dude. I will put pictures of these things up. I, I did a little short video um, on Vero. If, if you follow me there, you've seen it. Uh, but yeah, I, I absolutely overjoyed with this, and uh, ate had to, had a awesome hamburger in, at the Purple Onion there in uh, Cabot. <laughs> nice, it, it was great, dude. That is awesome. But that's that's all I got. I had an epic, epic, the most epic local haul. I, I like <sighs> you always great. do. You're very good at them. Well, dude, like you said. Uh, you can find us on Vero. If you have nothing else, we can uh, wrap this party up. I don't know what that is, but I'll go with that. Okay. All right. All right. All right. No, I was just um, on. I'm on Vero at Sean Thomas um, on Twitter at Maynard98. Rick, where can they find you? You find me at Ricky Westbrook on Twitter. You can search Not So Southern Gentleman on Facebook. 
Guys, hit us up. What's going on in your lives? We want to know. What do you want us to talk about? Do we need to be talking about more comic stories? Do we need to be uh, uh, ruining your life with baseball and football? <laughs> I can't. Sean can. He can ruin it all day, every day for you. Um, yeah, yeah, hit us back with some questions, some emails, text me, whatever. That's right. Oh, I, I love doing this show. I just... Today, if I sound off, it's because I've been awake since 2 in the morning. I'm sorry. I've been mumbling. I know. I know. So, for Not-So-Southern Gentlemen, I'm Sean. I am Ricky. Y'all have a good one. Peace. Peace.